Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, I'm Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about enjoying the best life in Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Well, we who are Christians should be living and enjoying God's best life in Jesus Christ. If we are truly dedicated to God's Word and to the lifestyle that He wants us to have and walking with Him and His will, then we will have tasted the joy of walking with God. That personal relationship with Jesus Christ is so precious. And if we've tasted of the Holy Spirit... Everywhere we go, we find favor and blessing and encouragement. We have God's unconditional love, peace, joy, His guidance, answered prayer, God's wisdom, opportunities for service that He gives us, victories over and through our trials, opportunities to witness to others for Christ. And this close relationship gives us the best life possible on earth. But what about those in life who haven't accepted Christ, or maybe they have gone wayward. No matter where I go, I see so many lost people, and I can see the sadness in their eyes. As Christians, we want to share the Lord with everyone so that they can be forgiven of their sin and have eternal life, but also have God's best life during their life here on earth. So that's what this message is all about. If you would, turn with me to Luke 15, 11 through 32, and we're going to start in Luke 15 in verse 11. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray, Lord, that today you would make the vision clear, that you would allow us the understanding of how to have the best life in Jesus Christ and not go outside of that, that there are many snares and troubles that we can get ourselves into. Please help us to understand this story of a young man who did just that, and his sin got him into so much trouble, but God restored him. Amen and amen. Let anything that comes out of my lips or out of my heart be edifying to you and glorifying to you, God, and also encouraging and inspiring to our audience. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm going to start in Luke 15, verse 11. Then he said, A certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that falls to me. So he divided the estate between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered together everything and traveled to a distant country. And there he wasted his fortune in reckless and immoral living. Now when he had spent everything, a severe famine occurred in that country, and he began to be in need. He was in great need. So he went to one of the citizens of the country who sent him into the fields to feed pigs. He would have gladly eaten the pods that the pigs were eating, but they could not satisfy his hunger, and no one was giving him anything. But when he finally came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have more food than than enough to eat while I am dying here of hunger? I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired men. So he got up and came to his father. 
But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was moved with compassion for him and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to the servants, Quickly bring out the best robe for the guest of honor and put it on him and give him a ring for his hand and sandals for his feet. And bring the fatted calf and slaughter it, and let us invite everyone and feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was as good as dead, and is alive again. He was lost, and has been found. So they began to celebrate. Amen and amen. My first point is sinful living keeps you from God's best. So when this young man decided, hey, I'm going to go and ask my father for my money, my inheritance. And so he went off to a distant land, the Bible says in verse 13, and there he wasted his fortune in reckless and immoral living. Sin in our lives can cause us not to have the best life in Jesus Christ. So we cannot sin and think there won't be repercussions or payment for that sin. Now, God will forgive us and can forgive us if we ask for forgiveness. But the fact is, there's still going to be trouble because of our sinful living. And my number two point is sinful living outside of God's best life for you brings lack and pain, suffering and loss. In Luke 15, 14, it said, now, when he had spent everything, a severe famine occurred in the country and he began to be in need. That's what happens. If it says in the Bible not to do it, we are not to do these things. And it doesn't matter what you think or I think. We must live by the principles of the Bible. Well, he finally comes to his senses is my next point. In verse 17, but when he finally came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired men have more than enough food while I am dying here of hunger? And it was true, and this is a depiction of Christ. Christ is saying, I've got a better life, child of God, for people who are not a Christian. Because since God created the world and he created man, he has no confusion on how he wants us to live. The Bible is filled with principles and precepts for us to live in continuity with the Lord. And when this young man finally came to his senses, he realized, I need to turn back to the Father. Well, that's like us. When we sin, if we come to our senses and we turn back, God will restore us, forgive us, and bring us into right relationship with him again. And then he dropped his pride. My next point was, you have to drop your pride if you want the best life in Jesus Christ. You have to turn back if you've been sinning or you've not been living for God. You have to drop the pride. You have to ask for forgiveness. And that's what he did. He ran to his father, turned back away from sin, and said, Father, I'm not worthy of even being called your son, but forgive me and just let me be a hired hand so I can live and eat. You know, this symbolizes the divine mercy of God. And I just say to you that it's so wonderful not to be sinning, and that way you're in right relationship. Now, does that mean you lose your salvation? No, you can't lose your salvation. Absolutely not, and that's a whole nother program. But I'm telling you, once saved, God is working on me and you to become more like Christ and less like us to the sinful nature. The Holy Spirit abodes inside of us and leads us and guides us. 
God's best for our lives is to be in a right relationship with Jesus Christ, and it brings God's best into your life. When God sees that faithfulness, then what he does for you is he brings the best of the best to your life. Listen, I'm not talking about a prosperity gospel here. I'm talking about the best of the honey and the wheat, the solid rock of Jesus Christ in your life. Wouldn't you love to have more joy, more peace, more patience, more wisdom, more knowledge, more understanding of God? That's what he gives the Christian. Confidence, hope, joy, The best of life is found only in Jesus Christ. When you go and turn back to Christ, it's just like the young man in this story in Luke 15. When he turned back to his father, listen to verse 23, what it says here, and bring the fatted calf and slaughter it, and let us invite everyone and feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was as good as dead, and now he's alive again. He was lost, and now he's been found. So they began to celebrate. God wants to celebrate your life. John 10.10 says, I've come to give them life and give it more abundantly. Jesus wants you to have the best of life through a relationship with him. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to have trials and tribulations. What it means, though, is that you have God in the midst of all those trials and tribulations. Listen, God says in the word, tell the righteous it will go for them. Being totally dedicated to God has benefits. Now, you may feel like you've missed the mark. It's okay. Everybody has. We've all fallen, and God's helped get us back up. We've maybe turned away from the Lord. I'm saying to you, if you want the best life, if you don't want a roller coaster emotional life, and you want it to be built on faith in Jesus, and you want to be strong and have perseverance, and you want to have great faith, then dedicate your life to a personal relationship with Jesus. And I'm telling you, you'll be enjoying the best life in Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Well, I'm so glad I got to talk to you about this today. When you realize how much God loves you and the best plan He has for your life, then you want to be dedicated to it. You want to do for others. You want to do the best that you can do for Christ. Well, I hope that you will take this and put it into practice. Read your Bible. Pray Love your family, be true to the principles of the Bible, and I'm telling you, you will have the best life ever. Let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for my brother or sister. Maybe they've not been living wholeheartedly for you, but as they turn back, Father, we just ask that you would bless them and give them the favor and give them this close relationship that we're talking about that brings blessing. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I love you in the Lord. I'm so glad you took this time with me. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to encouragingmoments.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. 